Welcome to the Permission to Be You podcast, a podcast that seeks to inspire you to give yourself the permission to be you, however you are being in any given moment. Today, my guest is Christine Zorns. She is someone I've only recently met. And in the actual episode, during the introduction, I couldn't pronounce her surname, I fumbled for words, I couldn't express it properly, and I'm reintroducing her here and repeating the process simply because I want to give myself the permission to do things as I want, the way I want. Enjoy. Welcome to the Permission to Be You podcast. Today, my guest is Christina. I dare not pronounce her surname. I just say Christine Zeta Jones. Um, I've only met her recently. Um, <laughs> uh, very, very recently. And I know very little about her. And yet, it feels like I've known her forever. I know that she's a nurse. I know that she has some beautiful gifts that she's sharing with the world. And today she joined me to talk about the subject, permission to be you. She was the first person to react to my uh, invitation to people to be interviewed if they resonated with, with the subject. And my first question for you, Christine, and if you could pronounce your surname before you, or no, hang on, maybe you could talk a little bit about yourself and say what you're passionate about, and then I'll ask you my next question. Okay. Well, first of all, my last name is Zorns. Very simple. Yes, I am a nurse. I work a lot of hours, but I also live on an 80-acre farm with lots of animals that has become a place of healing for me, my son, and others. And it will continue to grow under that capacity. I love helping people to find their pattern of possibilities to um, get away from vicious cycles that they get stuck in. And that can be anything from pain and depression to finances and work or just love and relationships. I am, I have a hard time talking about myself. So again, the permission to be yourself is, is a great topic for me. And that's why I stood up and screamed, yes, I know I have to talk about this. I know I, I need to be involved in this conversation because I don't give myself enough permission. It's like little bits and pieces I allow people, but to just be all of me, I'm always told that I'm, I'm too much, you know, um, that I, I'm not allowed to be all of me. I've been told that since I was little. So um, to, to hear you doing this, I, I appreciate you so much, Diane, for, for bringing this to the foreground and letting us know that it's okay to be us, that we have permission and that we should give ourselves permission to be exactly who we are. And I think you've answered my question, because as I said earlier, you were the first person to say, oh, yes, you are going to interview me. 
And I was curious to see why you resonated so much with my invitation. And you've already answered that question, I think. You said something. You said, I've always been told I'm too much. Are there people in your circle, friends, family, who give you the impression that it's okay to be Christine? Yes. That circle is very small. And that's okay. It, it, it doesn't have to be the whole world is okay with who I am. But my inner circle most definitely uh, was, allows me to be all of me. And what does it feel like when you are fully yourself? It, exactly that. It doesn't feel like I'm all myself. I'm, I'm stuck in a little, a little cube. Um, sometimes it's while being a nurse. I, I believe in, in holistic medicine also. I believe in natural um, products and, and uses for herbs and things like that. But I can't necessarily go down that path when I have my nursing hat on. I can't always do that. So I feel like I'm confined. Or if I'm working with uh, a patient who is going on to the next world, I believe a certain way, but I have to keep my beliefs to myself and allow the family to do, to feel their feelings and to follow what they want. Even if I've spent a lot of time with that person and I feel a strong pull to help their energy move on to the next, I have to watch myself and I have to stay confined within that little, that little box. But confining isn't necessarily a bad thing. I know that sounds like a, you know, a horrible word and sometimes it feels a little rough, but it's the empathy and compassion that I feel for those people that allows me to be okay with doing that. It allows me to to keep my beliefs and my feelings confined so that I can help them get through theirs. Yeah, I, th I think we, we adapt to situations and to people. And in, in, in a broader sense, you're still being yourself. I think perhaps I, I didn't word the quest my I didn't express myself properly. When you are with that small circle of friends or immediate family, very small, you said, what does it feel like for you when you give yourself? Because ultimately, nobody can give us permission. Even though we've been told you're too much, you you need to whatever you need to calm down, you need to be different. It's we're waiting for permission, and the persons who need to the one who needs to give me permission is me. And you seem to be able to give yourself permission with with the small nuclear nucleus. What does it feel like, and what or what what and what and does it impact the people around you? That's two questions. Freedom. And absolutely, it impacts everyone around me, and I know that. And I think that's where I I try to find more areas to give myself permission to be who I am, because I know that the more I am being all of me and my authentic me, it, it's it's almost like magic. You know, so many great things start to happen, and so many beautiful patterns start to show their themselves. That, you know, I, I make sure that 
you know, like my son, who's, who's an adult, but him and my granddaughter both get all of me. They know every inch of me because I don't, I don't want them to never experience all of me. You mean you want them to experience all of you? Yes. Okay. Well, I get confused with double negatives. Oh, I'm sorry. I no, use them all the time and no, I apologize. No, no, please don't. I just get confused. <laughs> Uh, right now, I am slightly aware that it's being recorded, so I'm on guard. But my, the, I, the voice in my head is 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 a bit busy. But as far as being the, the connection with you, I feel that I can be myself. And for me, it's 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 freedom of judgment. It's freedom of. I don't know how to explain it. I think I'm a bit lost. I tend to be told that I give unconditional love very freely. Mm. And that, and I, where that has actually gotten me into a lot of trouble throughout my life because other people can misread that. But I am honored that I get to, to love everyone I come in contact with. And it's unconditional. It's it's okay if that's not reciprocated or if they, you know, don't understand exactly the feeling that they're getting from me. Right now, just just back then, is a really typical example of struggling with giving myself the permission to be me because I was lost for words. I didn't know how to express myself. But I think it's really a metaphor for what we do in the in the in the in the in the world outside in the real world this is the real world right now but sometimes we don't know how to be we don't know how to act and we're afraid of what people are going to say and it just happened right now just a few minutes before so i think it's highlighting what i feel is really important the message which I find is the most important and we can share to others. I really truly believe that when we give ourselves the permission to be who we are in every given moment, which means even if we make mistakes, we can't get it wrong. It has some sort of ripple effect. Tell me, what's, what's, what's Christine like? Who, who is she? How is she in her daily life? There are many, many facets to Christine. <laughs> <laughs> you never know if you're going to find me out playing in the mud or if I could be going to see a musical and in a cute little black dress with heels. I I try to appreciate all that this world has to offer us and don't limit myself to um, the everyday mundane. So that doesn't really answer your question. I apologize. <laughs> no, don't. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, let me talk about an incident because perhaps that question was rather generic. I'm, I'm getting to know you, so and you are getting to know me, even though we we we've known each other. It feels like we've known each other for much longer. I still, I've I've never met you physically. So what I'm trying to highlight is this: I still, even though I'm quite relatively good at being myself in the sense that I, on Facebook, I allow 
myself to be seen. I allow my vulnerability to be seen. I allow my anger to be seen. I allow my the expression of the moment to be visible. But I, like you, have difficulty in in, in the real world. The real world isn't in my physical world here around me. What I fear most when being myself, because I'm very, very out, very direct, very outspoken. And some of my neighbors don't like that. And I find myself trying to adapt. And not in the way you adapt with your patients and making it about them and using all the empathy, being compassionate and giving them the freedom to experience life, even if it's the end of it, in the way they know how. For me, it's not that there's no compassion. There's no, there's no for them. There's me trying to adjust to them so that they keep on liking me, so that, that I won't be the black sheep. I felt like the black sheep for, not in the family, everywhere I go, I felt different. I'm curious as to the difficulties you face in those facets in your life, what are your challenges in giving yourself the permission to be you? What would hold you back? What would hold me back? I, I believe it comes from past beliefs, from other people's beliefs. Who I am is wrong. Can you give me an example of how this would play out in, in your physical world? Just for the audience so that they can really yes. connect with your stories. Really if, you, if you have one. Well, I am, and I'm trying to think of, of a good pertinent one. You've got me speechless. I'm trying to pull from, okay, first of all, Diane, I feel what you feel right now. We, we, even though we're miles apart, we are connected. This is where I will get into a stumble. Because I am not positive and I have to verify which feelings are mine and which feelings are yours. That's why there are sometimes you will find I will answer a question before you ask the question. It's because I'm already tapped into you. Out in the real world, if I tell someone this or if I start answering questions or if I start doing for them what they needed done before they knew they needed it done, then... I scare them. I will, you know, I, we've used jokes and things like that to to <laughs> explain me. Um, I would have been called Mary Poppins for a long time that and told that, you know, I show up when I'm needed. And then I just, if I'm not needed, then I don't need to be there. Now, does that make me some... And I'm trying to think of the right word, and, and it just ran out of my head. That I'm only around when I need, I am needed. No, not necessarily, but I do have a tendency to know when I am needed, and I I show up, and I do what I can. So that is where out in the world that I tend to clash with people's realities, if you will. I was always told to keep that part of me to myself from family, my mother, that people will think you need to be locked up or something like that if you, you tell them the things that you know. Well, no, 
they won't. They may think I'm a little eccentric, and I've learned that, and they may not be my people. They may not be people that I want in my circle. It's okay. Now, the problem, my major problem that I had all my life was that I exude, as I said, unconditional love. I I was put here on this world to help heal. And I know that innately within me. I know that's why I am here. And so that means that sometimes you attract very sick people because they innately want to heal. As a child, that put a lot of people in my path who harmed me because they were sick. And that led into my young adult life until I started to realize exactly it wasn't just that, and mainly it was men, it wasn't just that men were were evil or bad or always going to hurt. It was that I had something in me that I needed to make sure that I learned to control. That doesn't mean that everyone who goes through things like that, it's it's not their fault. It wasn't my fault per se. That was just, it's just the path that happened. I've been questioned by others in other interviews about the rapes that I went through and things as a child and how I can speak of them so matter-of-factly and almost no emotion. And it, it, it was just something that happened. And so many people come out today and they're like, that's part of me. I'm telling my story. And I'm like, that's not part of me. I'm sorry. That is something that happened that's that's like saying that I, I I was walking down the hill and I tripped on a rock and I fell. That's part of me. Now, that just means I was being a klutz at that moment more than watching where I was going. Things happen. This world is not perfect. This world is full of just as much evil as it is good. And I choose not to allow those things that happen to me to be part of me because that means that there's something bad there. I try to keep those bad things because we have, as human beings, we have that tendency. We can be either good or bad. It's in us. I choose to keep all of that as far away from me as I possibly can. I feel like I went off on a tangent and I apologize. (laughs) Okay. Let me get this straight. You're on a podcast, which is called Permission to Be Me. <laughs> so stop <laughs> apologizing. There you go. <laughs> and thank you. <laughs> and I'm not editing this. <laughs> better edit this. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> This is okay. Perfect. We are live. <laughs> this is perfect. This is perfect. I was listening. I was absorbed. I picked up on a couple of words that you said that really struck me. The word that came up for me was Christine felt she had to hide the best part of herself because 
before it could have meant danger. And somehow what I see now is that you've integrated your past into your life as something that happened and that doesn't necessarily, it happened, it's in the past, so let's keep going. I think I was struck, I mean, I wasn't struck, I was a bit shocked when you said the rapes. I think from the feeling that I'm getting from this conversation and from middle of September, that's when I first got to know you this year, I have this feeling that you're coming out of your hiding place and that you're allowing your gifts to be seen. You're allowing the world to see you and those who resonate with your message will come to you and those who don't can jolly well <laughs> off. Keep on moving. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye-bye. Yep, yeah. exactly. You would be 100% correct. And that happened about two years ago. And that was just by fluke. Became friends with someone and I decided, you know what? This person is nowhere near me. So I'm going to be all of me to this person and give them everything and see how scared they get. And two years later, they are still in my small circle. And I am like, so again, yes, allowing more and more in, um, becoming involved with our little group and connecting with you. Um, you are part of my small circle. You may not, you know, know as much as, as some of the others there, but, but you are still there. You, I am completely open to you. I feel that. I feel it. Yeah. I don't have any more questions, Christine, except that um, I'm really grateful to have met you. I'm really grateful that you're, you've had this conversation with me. I think it's, it's been a wonderful conversation. And thank you for being raw and open about yourself. Is there anything, a anything you'd like to say about this, this permission to, to the audience, a nugget or wisdom that you an insight that you've had about the power of being ourselves the power is freedom the power is when you when you allow yourself to be you that's you're creating magic you're creating joy in the world and that ripple if you're happy and you're creating joy that ripple is going to go out into the world. The world deserves to see you for you, who you really are. Stop denying the world your gifts. Thank you for joining, Christine. Thank you. And I appreciate the space so much. Thank you for listening. I sincerely hope you enjoyed it. If you want to listen to more episodes, simply go to my website, butv.com. My intention is to publish an episode per week. Bye for now.